And all the brothers and sisters said, Amen. I, mean, I love that you yeah, think we're going to punch finger, him in the mouth. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> and I ain't butt-chugging anything. We got, we got to do some content here. In uh, the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that fits, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision. Randy I mean, Sanders has the team dialed in. <laughs> they are ready to go. How many bananas do you want out of me? I don't know. I kind of want to give Vanderbilt some love here. I, 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 lo I love those head games of the two. The you got to weigh it's, all it's, your it's, options. It's so much fun. Nobody wants to go Lane Kiffin here? I might go Lane Kiffin here. We are back. It is the last episode of Liquor and Leagues. Welcome, everybody. This is it. The second season of Liquor and Leagues 2021 is done. The national championship game is over. We know who won. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. This is the final episode, just our wrap-up for the season that was, and maybe a quick look ahead to next season. We'll see what happens. We'll see what we'll get into. We'll obviously talk about our, our winner of the season and our other winner of the season because we had two winners this season. Um, so we'll get into that. But uh, before we begin, gentlemen, how's everybody doing? I mean, Gillette, the best <laughs> a man can get. The two times. Is that your NIL the deal? The two times. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have. Oh, you're never going to hear the end of this, boys. Yeah. You're never going to hear the end of this. We will until next year. Uh, you will when you lose <laughs> next year. That's right. No, no, no. And the year after that. And the year after that. No, no, no. No, no. All right. Look, Here we are. It's been 40 Montumbo. years, Montumbo. right? No, 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 41. no, no. 41 when you years. Go, years. When you go from <laughs> drinking 80-second airborne bourbon to uh, caressing the, the bananas at night with your soggy pillows filled with tears. That's right. Uh -huh. Tears make the drink less bitter. Uh, yeah. Welcome, gentlemen. Glad everybody's here. This is our final wait, wait. episode. It feels good. Is he going to keep interrupting me? <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> um. Mac is saying the same thing, but it's a whole different reason. Um, all right. So here we are. Yes, it is our final episode of Liquor and Leagues. The 2021 season has come to a close. It is done. The SEC is over. It's kind of a sad day, a little bittersweet. Uh, we're going to have to wait now another seven, eight months for the next season. But hey, we'll power through. We'll get there. But yeah, obviously, Grinch, first, foremost to you, I want to say congratulations on winning. Thank you, gentlemen. Georgia Bulldogs not only won the national championship, but you repeated as the winner of Liquor and Leagues Pick'ems. Um, yeah, that that was not good it's for the rest only, of us. I mean, I don't know, other than a repeat, like I, I'm at the top of the mountain right now. Like, So will you be engaging in some NIL deals for your players to return <clears> next <throat> year? I, I will. Okay. I will, absolutely. Yeah. Smart. That's the way to go, apparently, from what we hear on the street. Uh, yeah. yeah, happy everybody's here. Love doing this with you guys again. A second year in our sophomore year of Liquor and Leagues. It was fun as usual. Uh, again, it was a bittersweet pill to swallow watching Grinch kind of get out there and then reeling him back in and then ultimately, you know, dropping the ball to him. We, we got to figure out something. When he's not around, we need to talk, gentlemen. We need a game plan. W what is it? It's, it's the uh, – what are all the other conferences – they came up, what was it called? The council uh, or mega, something? Mega oh, Alliance or whatever. The, the Alliance, the pack, yeah, whatever. The it's, I think it was the Alliance. That's what we need. We need the Alliance and we need to talk and we need to figure out how to not have this happen in the third year because we can't. Have oh, I've already game. figured it out. Okay, good. All right. Gr Grinch so, is not allowed to play next year. I like it. That he's, he's being kicked solved. out. You're done. You're done. <laughs> we're we're okay. kicking him out of the league. You, you're the backup quarterback. You get to hold a clipboard. Regardless of what happens, Grinch has to pick first every week. Oh well, it's I have some time rules. to retire. Yeah, is what I'm saying. This time, time we've we've we have no, again. No. Go for the three. 
like the NIL deals, we have been kind of flying by the seat of our pants, but this year or in the next year, in the third year, I do have rules that I'm putting together that will outline how we handle the situation so that there is no confusion, uh, I'm no not misconception. Sure I like the sound nope. Uh, see, this it. is me not asking you. This your sounds opinion, like an so. asterisk is trying to be applied. <laughs> no, and we I need say, look. I say no, sir. Our no, legal sir. department has informed me we need rules and regulations in place. It needs to be down on paper. Legal so that everybody, says yes. we, we have a legal department. Uh, we do. Are you calling this the Grinch rule? Ah, it's not I the see. Grinch rule. I see. Okay. Because that'd so, be too obvious. It's the, it's the Grinch you. adjacent rule. <laughs> it's just mm. the Grinch. So the first, the max rule. <laughs> that's it. So, so first and foremost, Grinch, congratulations on winning yeah, the 82nd Airborne. It was a and pleasure. So, and so now we we have to talk about the other award that was doled out this year. And if, hopefully, for our listeners out there, you you paid attention and you know that Mac was behind late October, early November. He was six games behind, and he managed to draw even with me right down to the wire in the national Look, championship. It doesn't game. really matter how you spin the story, bro. I'm trying, but, but Look, I appreciate I've it. got to paint a picture. That's what storytellers do. So Ooh, where are we going with this picture? It was, it was a cold, <laughs> crisp January day. Um, yeah. So uh, obviously, you know, the national championship game, Mac and I were drawn level. The bananas award was on the line and the word on the street is I, I haven't heard this myself, but uh, you know, or seen this myself, but apparently the word is on the street that even when you lose, sometimes you win. And so that's what the bananas award was all about. So we, of course, watched the national championship game. Mac, who did you go with? In Alabama. He went with Alabama, <laughs> which by all counts should have been a strong pick. Uh, it was a strong pick until you know their until second number until their second receiver went down, yes. and then it was all over from there. Uh, and of course, by default, I had to go with Georgia, so that's what I did. And then we watched the game, and much to my chagrin, it should be noted that you probably wouldn't have had Mac not picked. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have. I mean, I, I like to think I would have, but obviously, he got to dictate the situation. If he'd have gone with Georgia, obviously, I'd have to go with Alabama. But much to my chagrin, Georgia did pull out the win. So I am doubly grateful to the very tearful Stetson Bennett and all of the folks over there at Georgia for allowing me not to come in dead last. That was a great weight off my shoulders. I slept like a baby that night, I tell you, man, because that game, especially the way the game started, I was like, oh, shit. You know, it's nobody's jumping out to an early lead. That was my concern, as I, I said it, you know, SEC game. Alabama gets out two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Georgia's not built to come from behind. The fumble, so, no fumble, the fumble, fumble, the yeah, it was just like <clears throat> just nobody was uh, establishing from an offensive perspective, establishing dominance through the whole first half. What it was it nine to six at halftime? Yeah, something like that was like I mean, five field goals. Honestly, like if if I mean the fourth quarter was the turning point of yes. the game. It absolutely was. And so yeah, that was one of those games you couldn't you couldn't go. I mean. Haas, you and I watched the Michigan-Georgia game, and at halftime, we were like, this game's fucking over. Like, it wasn't even worth watching the last half of the game. But with this game, you could not just be like, I'm walking away, I'm done. There's such a disparity. It was so close, and it was like, shit. You know, you didn't know who was going to win. But uh, I did gift the Bananas Award to Mac, and it was, was prominently displayed on his mantle. I bought a spotlight to shine down on it mm -hmm. that actually I could activate from here, and anytime I wanted it on, I just hit the button and boom. It was it was presented by our uh, our president of awards, Benjamin Dover. 
That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Which, you know, Thank you, Ben. It's 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 okay to keister until you get to the base. It gets a little dicey at the bottom. Look, you just got to inhale and relax all at the same time. Uh, so yes, our bananas Good award, loop. our bananas award was the the award for being the loser. So again, as we said. Even when you lose, you win. And that was the purpose of this entire thing. At least as it, as it applies to three of us. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, so, so there we are. We have, we, went our, we have our winner and then we have our, our winner. So look at that, two winners. Haas, we didn't get anything out of this deal. What the fuck? That, that's okay. I'm oh, you're good. good with that? Okay. <laughs> I mean, no I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride. The second year in a row, second place. But that's okay. First there's always next. Yeah, there's always next year. That's right. It's always next year. But, you know, in terms of the game, it was a great game. Enjoyed watching it. You know, was really surprised at how ineffectual both offenses seemed to be at the beginning. Like they would get down the field, but just couldn't finish the deal. And so it was, we're going to trade a field goal for a field goal for a field goal. I was like, shit, okay. And then Georgia, at some point, Kirby just out-coached Saban at the half and said, these are the adjustments we need to make. Mac, I know you said Jamison Williams going down. I mean, obviously, without I think it had a big impact. Yeah, Yeah. you can't stretch the field when you lose your – you've got both your primary threats. They were both, what, (laughs) 1,000-yard receivers or something? And their other other skill players, frankly, did not step up. They they dropped balls. They they just – they weren't ready for the moment. They weren't. I mean, yeah, well, I think he had the – like he had a highlight reel game, Robinson against Cincinnati, but – Cincinnati wasn't Georgia's front four. Yeah. And you were not going to run the same way. And I think Mac and I even talked about that. The only way that kid's going to get yards is getting to the outside. He can't run up middle. He can't run. And even then, he didn't. Your linebackers are just as fast as most running backs and can run a guy down. So, yeah, I just, their running game was abysmal, you know. So, yeah. And and I'll say, you know, just a couple other things that going, going into the game that, you know, and and you all know, like I was born in Alabama. I was raised an Alabama fan. I thought listening to players like Will Anderson, who is the best in the game, uh, he is definitely better than Aiden Hutchinson uh, from Michigan, who 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 was totally ineffectual in the playoff game um, against Georgia. You know, he was like oh, you know, this underdog thing, we're just going to use it. And I'm like, and, and there was an article to this effect. I'm like, yeah, you, you used it in the SEC game. That's lazy motivation if that's all you've got going right. into the national championship. So I, I'm not sure, like, Bama's collective team was in the right headspace for that type of game. And then in the fourth quarter, they were just tired. They had been, they'd been taking shots all game. They were clearly worn down five trips to the red zone that amounted to what three field goals or something like that, four field goals and a blocked punt, block, or a blocked field, blocked goal. field goal. They just couldn't get in. And that and, becomes demoralizing at some point. Yes. And then the score, I agree with, you know, with Keely Ringo returning it makes it look like it was a different game because had they scored on that drive, that would have been a much more intense final six, seven, whatever it was, however many minutes, I don't think it was six, seven, but, um, you know, it just didn't happen that way. And then, you know, Keeley returned it and it is now in Georgia lore, uh, <clears throat> overcome the Lindsey Scott call, which, which Larry Munson so 
beloved uh, former, you know, play caller or uh, broadcaster for Georgia. Lindsey Scott was the one that he would say, run, Lindsey, run, Lindsey. You know, that has become the new iconic play for Georgia in the new modern era. And it, it's, it's just nice. Lots of demons exercised. And obviously we can talk about the Cinderella story. That was Stetson Bennett coming as a walk-on. Yeah. Shouldn't I mean, have got, been starting. I've got crow to eat, yeah. I guess. Shouldn't <laughs> have know? been starting when you figure who he was sitting behind and yet had his day in the sunshine and, and made the most of it. Had some questionable calls, obviously, throughout the season. But here we are in the national yeah. championship. The kids showed up. And, yeah. and I think it's important to point out, since this is liquor and leagues, he pulled a baller move after. Would the you game. say baller? Would you say oh, baller? Yeah. Baller move. Drinking just, straight, drinking just straight from the pappy. Right. I mean, he chugged it. Right. He chugged yeah. the bottle. Oh, well, that's a baller move. And then, have you seen? Have you seen the interview with him the next morning where he was like still hungover and drunk? <laughs> I have not seen that. No. <laughs> yeah. He is so clearly hungover slash drunk. <laughs> But I he think earned it's the it. Ladder. He earned it, and I, <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually love him even more for it. <laughs> well, again, in terms of the, you said he's going into law, right? He so he said he wants to play another season, and he is going to go into law school. He has another year of eligibility, so okay. this is definitely the X factor in the UGA quarterback room. Well, again, I think I would probably chug pappies if I thought, well, this is potentially the pinnacle of my career. If I'm not going to the NFL, this is it's never going to get beyond this point for me in terms of just playing football, because I don't intend to take that career path. I might do that, too. But, uh, yeah, I hear you baller move. Uh, I will never be chugging pappies. I think if I ever bought it, I'd probably never open it. <laughs> and I sure shit wouldn't chug it. But ultimately, it was a good game. Really enjoyed it. But obviously, we don't that's not the only thing because we do talk about sec football in terms of any thoughts around the league as the season draws to a close, any final thoughts for the, for the season. I'll say real quick, both teams smashed their competitors in the playoff. Yes. So, and we said this in a previous liquor and leagues, if you, if anybody doubted, those are the two best teams. I don't know what else they could have done to demonstrate that. You just can't have two losses. You can't be Notre Dame and lose to Cincinnati and think that you deserve to be over them going in. And if I'm not mistaken, and I know coaching changes and all that. So I take, you know, I take that into account, but Notre Dame, didn't they lose their bowl game? Um, You know, so I'm not sure they deserve it. Ohio state, as we talked about, goes on to play a fantastic Utah game like a game against utah which is fun to watch but when you're like 45 to 48 i'm not sure you can say either one of those teams right no that 45 48 should have been in so i think i I think think you had the two best teams was was correct it played out correctly right now and you know we have talked about this in in other episodes in terms of like the coaching carousel and where we're at and i know I, i mentioned this to mac and one of the things i didn't think about Oklahoma's coming to the SEC and you got Brent Venables from Clemson as the head coach of Oklahoma. And I'm curious if coming to the SEC was one of the reasons he decided to take that job because now he's going to be, you know, competing. And I think what we would say is probably the best conference in the country that I would assume Uh, that would have to weigh 13 of the last like 16 playoff games or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to think, I wonder if that motivated his decision and knowing they're coming to the SEC and it's like, well, I'm going to get to play at that level, you know, 
So I'm looking forward to that. Haas, how does that sit with you? You know, I know you're not a Clemson fan and he's left and gone to Oklahoma and now you're South Carolina potentially going to be facing that still not, at some still point. Still not Clemson. So. No, it's true. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. My okay. hatred for Oklahoma is not transferable because uh, I hate Clemson. Okay. Well, so, you have an uh, Oklahoma coach, care. so I would hope. Yeah, I, don't, that... I don't care. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, and you talked about on another episode that South Carolina is potentially going to put out a much improved product over previous seasons with the addition of some star players, Spencer Rattler. Uh, you got a tight end from Oklahoma. I don't know his name. Yeah, Austin Strungner. He's the one that actually okay. brought Spencer Rattler over because um, okay. they're both really, really close. He's like 6'5", 265 or some shit like that. Runs like a 4'4", 440. Um, he's like, yeah, I mean, he's a projected first-round tight end. And we'll see how that so, plays out. So and that's going to be interesting. Yeah, And obviously, Florida. I mean, we've... Uh, you, you can just move along. Okay, we've beaten that <laughs> to the ground. Obviously, Billy Napier, unproven at this level in terms of operating in the in the sec but did very well at louisiana so we'll see if that translates i mean i think i think it's interesting we'll, we'll take a few minutes here I, it was kind of more tongue-in-cheek but yeah uh, it seems like maybe he is saying the right thing right i mean they're picking up some transfers out of the portal um you know we all pointed out that emory jones has decided to pull his name out of the transfer portal uh so clearly he's met with with, with billy napier and at least so far likes what he's what he's saying so you know, will, will they be competitive next year? They might be competitive, but I think they've got, you know, another year or two to go before, you know, you start seeing any real results as we've talked about before. Well, I hope so. I hope they don't come out and just do that next year, not knock it out of the park, because then you're setting the ball. I don't think they will. I think okay. you're safe. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, and good. I'll say this from, again, from a third-party perspective, which is, Okay, Mario Cristobal just gets to Miami, and we talked about all the talent in the 305 area code. Um, UCF's, you know, I, okay, Gus Malzahn, there's some other stories there. I don't, I mean, I think they peaked a little bit. You know, we'll see. I'm not seeing them blowing the recruiting doors down to suddenly be like the Florida team. So in my mind, Florida still has a leg up and the most to gain if they can get their feet under them. And it appears that, um, especially with Florida state being in the absolute shit disarray right, right now, <clears throat> it would appear Florida is in a good position to continue to build, invest in the facilities, get a coach that they're going to, they're going to support that isn't like Dan Mullen who hates recruiting and, says these flippant comments that everybody's like, well, I don't get it. You know, cause I know when he first came in, he's like, we're, we're going to take, we're going to take this slow and get the right players in, which speaks to him understanding the value of culture. So I, I think Napier is a good hire. I do. And I think he'll do well. Um, he probably needs to be aggressive to stay ahead of where Miami is. And then if Florida State wants to keep Mike Norvell, then holy shit, you know, yeah. okay. I don't see that as a long-term <laughs> solution for Florida State, but hey, I don't care. Yeah. It's like you said about Dan Mullen. I hope they keep Mike Norvell, you know, and they can just continue their shit show. You wanted yeah. Mullen to stay at Florida. But uh, Mag, to your point, he's saying all the right things, probably because they sat him down and they said, here's a list of everything Dan said. And Billy went, I'll just say everything opposite what he said. <laughs> it could and be. I can't go wrong. 
Um, yeah, take it slow. They just have to give him enough time, as we've said, Shane Beamer, whatever it is, whoever the coach is coming in at any school, they got to give him enough time to establish himself. And if that doesn't work, grab you some businesses, get some NIL deals, and buy yourself a championship, and let's move on. Either way, I don't care at this point. Um, just don't let Vanderbilt finish ahead of you. Do not let that happen. You know, currently Vanderbilt's recruiting class is higher than Florida's. It is. It is. But yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens after February. Again, I, I'm assuming Billy, the way he's talking, let's wait. We're not going to make any inroads in early signing day. We're going to do our due diligence and recruit effectively on national signing day. So I'm, I'm interested to see where the recruiting class for Florida falls after February. If we're still behind Vanderbilt, maybe then there's some concern and maybe it's like, okay, where did we potentially not go right? So I don't know, but Grinch, I don't well, know his name, but you said we just pulled one from Georgia, right? Florida did. Who was it? Kimber, Jalen Kimber, I think it is. Okay. So clearly they're having the right discussions right now. We're not, we're not going to have 28 recruits or whatever it is, five-star recruits like Texas A&M, but you know, just get a few in the door and just figure out your process and your game plan and let's move forward and see what the season brings us. So, and, um, and we do I need mean, to- the brand's there. You know, it's oh, yeah, not like, absolutely. It, it's not. It's just one of those like be smart about how you use it and build it the right way. Right. And and not not shit all over it, Dan Mullen. Thank you. Uh, it'll be interesting, obviously, because you know, that was the season that was. If we want to jump ahead real quick to 2022, that opening season or that opening game, Georgia, Oregon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's gonna be one Do that's we- gonna test you. Do we go ahead and make some way too early picks? No, I don't think and so. And then come back and we can make we can make some additional picks, you know, but just, you know. So you're saying I mean, middle, El- you're saying Elon over Vanderbilt, huh? Maybe. I mean, Middle maybe. Tennessee State could pull it out over Missouri. Uh, well, again, what's interesting is you look at that and you go, well, Utah did well this season. They're opening at Florida. Does I mean, and we know Florida right now is is in trying to get their feet on a bit of a disarray. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you look at what about Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati Arkansas? Arkansas, right? Yeah. So, hey, Memphis you, is good too. Yeah, in in there, Mercer. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Ball State. Oh no, I'm sorry, Georgia State, South Carolina, Georgia State. I mean, you never know how that might go. But yeah, well, it, considering uh, Georgia State's head coach is a former assistant, and he was the interim head coach when um, when Spurrier quit. Look, there you go. Look, so, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna coach. go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and put it on. Uh, Put it on record. Elon. Elon over I'm Vandy. Picking him, I'm picking him now. God, you're such a Vandy hater. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I, Vandy fans it, out there. So if, if like making fun of Texas is like horns down, is like anchor up. Maybe. Yeah. Anchor, anchor up. Uh, I will say this, though. Bananas up. We have talked about the NIL deal. Or, you know, we've talked about NIL and we – in terms of Texas A&M having the number one recruiting class in week two, if ab state shells, Texas A&M, we may have to follow ab state anyway, on, yeah. on September 10th. They do take on Texas A&M. Now they're going to be playing at Kyle field, but if ab state does come out because we know they've been giant killers before ab state's got a, I mean, they've got a good program. I would be okay with seeing that loss. That would just be funny. But yeah, so there we go. We already have the season set. All the games I already went and put the, you know, track the schedule, put everything in here. Our SEC championship, both of our, I don't know what the bowls will be. So I didn't change that. Our national championship will be January 9th. And we are set to go for next season. Looking forward to it. Um, one of the rules, though, so be aware one of the rules, if you do miss a Liquor and Leagues episode, 
you forfeit all of your picks. Mm. So just FYI. Mm. It's cool. Mm. So really and, well this, this is this is just being set up because because there's only been one person that's that's made every single liquor in league's episode yeah i, I, I think like you have to have a three force you have to have a three force majority i agree yeah, with that uh, yeah yeah this isn't no well there's actually no. a rule in place that says you don't and therefore yeah no there's not this yeah. is not an oligarchy here no this is not you know <laughs> this is not, not an olive try. garden you're right it's try. not an olive garden you were you were not the cheer tater that's right <laughs> <laughs> the cheer tater i love that but yeah so we are already set up i do have currently have app state set up but obviously we can change that if that is our choice our consensus so if we want to do it right now do we want to roll with app state or do we want to change it I will say, obviously, I mean, I'll speak for myself in that I went ETSU like every game. Mm -hmm. Um, It obviously makes it easier when they're rolling. When there are going to be games, you just have to make a call and know a little more. It's more interesting. It makes it more interesting. Okay. So, I mean, I think actually, I mean, we can roll back to ETSU because I think they play an SEC game this year. And they have already beat one SEC team. This is how they get in. I am pretty sure I saw them on the schedule. There it is. Oh, Miss State. There you go. <laughs> on November 19th, they will be playing Mississippi State at home or at, at Mississippi State. Uh, the problem is Randy Sanders won't have the team dialed in next year. You don't think so? <laughs> He's well, he, reti- he retired. Oh shit. Okay. Sorry. Well, ETSU, it was fun for one year. We will figure it out. Look, if we want to go app state, we can do app state. If we want to roll a different way, I'm good with that too. You guys just, you know, if we come up with a decision, I'm good with it. I can track the schedule and we can figure it out. It doesn't have to be decided today, so that's okay. But think about it. If we want to do coastal Carolina, we can do them. Hey, any listeners out there? Is there a school, you know, you want us You'd to like track? Us to listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do throw, it, throw it out there. We, we may pick them. Yeah, Let's be say, honest. Maybe maybe like a Mac team or something. Yeah, Eastern, Mich- Eastern Michigan University. <laughs> Caleb <laughs> Williams. Should Look, we it- should we allow the the person who who has beholds the bananas to pick, to pick? Uh, the tiebreaker team that we follow? Well, awkwardly enough, the person that holds the bananas picked the ETSU game, and he did it right here. This was the reason: is he it's picked the them to win ETSU, and they won, which is why we ended up following ETSU to begin with. And why he now has an ETSU shirt and hat. That's right. So That's look, right. if He's we want to bandwagon, if you want to do Elon, <laughs> we can do fucking Elon. If Elon comes out, I'm I'm almost wanting to go Elon myself here because it worked last year for Mac. So I don't know. Do it. I need to do get out it. to an early lead. <laughs> Maybe that's the one. Um, I think we'll be a little more judicious about our Vanderbilt picks next season. You know, so. Uh, but yeah, so there we go. Season three is, is there. We, uh, we will be ready to go when the season kicks off on August 27th, 2022 Vanderbilt will open against Hawaii. They will be traveling across the globe to Hawaii for that game, I assume. And then obviously we will see how 2022 shakes out and we will go from there. Uh, anybody have any final thoughts before we close out the last episode of liquor and leagues 2021? It was just another fun year. It was. What, what another yeah, really enjoyable just- year. Even losing, even losing to you, Grinch, it was totally fucking worth it. Obviously, you can see it our, was. It our was. final win totals. We were all <laughs> uh, just sub 90 in total wins, except for Grinch at 92. Our win percentages were all in the uh, mid to high 70s, which is a great average, I guess, for 
a win percentage across the board. So, you know, it is what it is. It was a great yeah. season. Really enjoyed it. I mean, you, you look at it and it's like, yeah, Grinch, you won. But I mean, it wasn't a landslide. Like you it didn't wasn't. run away from us. So, you know, you better better bring it next year. Chased by a bear. At this <laughs> level, it's never a landslide. It's always close. Except I'm just glad there was three others. I'm just glad there was only one bear and not three. That's it. Uh, all right. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Season two is over. We will close up shop here for the year, and then we will catch everybody at the beginning of August when we jump into season three of Liquor and Leagues. Please stay tuned for that. Be looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be here before you know it. As with all things, shit happens quick around here. Uh, August, unfortunately, will be here in a blink of an eye. And so, gentlemen, as always, I do appreciate it. Week in and week out doing this with you guys. Looking forward to next year. Grinch, we're going to kick your ass. And uh, with that, I would like to bid everybody adieu. I love you guys. And we will do this again in about seven months. Mm -hmm. Thanks, gentlemen.